Do you ever look at your website and think, my goodness, I could use a little bit of help here, but I just don't know where to start? Well, I've got good news for you. I have created a brand new DIY website audit that you can take and in under an hour, you can go through your website and see where are the changes that you could make that would make the most impact. So if you are tired of having an out-of-date website and saying that it's something you know you need to get done, then I hope that you'll jump over to stormlily.com slash audit and get your own DIY website audit. I'm going to be providing you with a download as well as a video training to walk you through what you need to do and what steps you need to take. So again, that's stormlily.com slash audit. And now to the podcast. there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today. My name is Denise Alvarez, and in case we are new friends, I will briefly tell you a bit about me. I have a business called Storm Lily Marketing, where I help horse business owners like you create and implement an effective website marketing strategy. My goal truly is to help you build a sustainable horse business so you can be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. And I know not everybody loves marketing or gets excited about it. And so that's why I created this podcast. I love to share with you some step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos to help you not only see what's possible for your business, but guide you through that process so that you can make it happen. And since common questions that I get when people join my How to Market Your Horse Business podcast community on Facebook often center around social media, that is what we're talking about today. Now, for many horse business owners, marketing your business on social media makes you feel a little bit dizzy, especially because things change all the time. And maybe you've tried to digest the literally thousands of articles that are available online and even tried to implement an idea here or there. But at the end of the day, your head is still spinning and your Facebook page or your Instagram profile doesn't seem to have gained much traction or really helped you to grow your business. I get it. I know that feeling, not specifically with social media in terms of feeling too dizzy, um, but in terms of horses. So something that you all know about sometimes makes me a little bit dizzy. Last year, there was a weekend where I was itching to get some horse time in. Now, just as a reminder, I've shared some of this in some of my story on the podcast, but I grew up with horses but I'm not a horse trainer. I definitely had some time off where I wasn't around them as much. And so the past few years, I've tried to get back in, learn as much as I can. And so my son actually got a miniature horse named Storm. And he has been one of my teachers, just in terms of obviously not riding, but just learning about horses again. But like most minis, he has a mind of his own, lots of days. And this particular day, he really did. So I am intrigued by Liberty Work in addition to all of this. So prior to, you know, when I was younger, I didn't have any clue what Liberty Work was. But the past few years, I've I've seen it and it's just, it just, it's exciting to me. I think it's really neat. And so I wanted to learn to do some Liberty Work with Storm, you know, reading books, watching videos, doing as much as I can, and then getting out there and applying it. So this particular day, our round pen session started out okay. However, As we were getting ready to work on just some advanced leading, he decided backing up was not on his list of things to do that day. 
And let's just say that by the end of our time together, he was still running around and bucking and I was losing my confidence in being able to do anything with him, let alone liberty work. I literally gained zero traction that day. And while I didn't have a light bulb moment as far as working with horses or liberty work is concerned, I did have one for you guys. And I shared about it at the time on my blog, but I want to share it with you here on the podcast too. So this particular lesson is for social media marketing. And I know that sometimes you try your best and you do what you've seen other people do or what you think is the right thing to do, but no matter what, it just doesn't seem to work for you, which is how I felt that day. And so that's why today I'm going to give you three proven social media marketing strategies that you can use to promote your business. All right, so let's jump in. Now, remember, or in case for new friends, you may not know this, but I will break these down for you on the show notes and list them out. And so you'll be able to get that over at stormlily.com slash 17 for episode 17. So please don't feel like you have to write all these things down. I will take care of highlighting that for you on the website. Okay, social media marketing strategy number one is to write and create engaging posts. Now, engaging means that people actually stop and read and click or like or even comment on your post. And it doesn't matter which platform you're on, that is engagement. And you want engagement because the social media platforms are going to reward that. The more that people engage with what you are posting, the more they're going to share your post to other people. And especially, of course, the people that are following you or have liked your page. So how do you craft an engaging post? When you post, I want you to consider sharing regular, relevant, and rich content. So let's break that down. Regular. Without getting too technical here, how often you share on your page does matter. Now, it doesn't have to be a daily post, but at the minimum, you should plan to post at least two times per week. Enough that the people who have followed you know that your page is alive and it gives them an opportunity to engage. Okay, so next is relevant. Share things that are relevant to your business and especially to the audience that you serve. You're not gonna gain traction on your page by sharing some random funny memes or photos of your barn cats every day without some content that applies to their lives or builds into their life some value. Instead, I want you to share content that truly is valuable. Now, you still might show some fun on the farm, and that's great because it gives them a, you know, behind the scenes look into what's going on with your business. But don't let that be all that you do. Think about how you can inspire, how you can motivate, how you can educate with your content. All right, next is rich. Now, I wanted this to be another R, regular and relevant. And so I chose rich because Your content doesn't have to be a paragraph of a post every time. However, rich means it needs to add value to their lives or their day in some way. So like I said, if it's a smile or a laugh, that's great. If it's education or inspiration, that's great too. But what I'm saying is do not post just to post without putting any thought into it. That is not what I would call a rich post. Now, as I mentioned, engagement is considered likes comments, clicks, and shares. So, and when it's a video, of course, having them watch the video is considered engagement. So when you post, think about what you can do to make it a more engaging post. 
Can you write it in a way that readers are going to feel connected, that they know that you're talking specifically to them? Can you post a picture that people are going to want to share maybe, or share some industry information where they would want to tag others so that they know about these new updates? Now, one last thing when it comes to engagement. When you get comments, keep the conversation going. Reply to as many comments as you can. I have seen a number of pages or profiles or whatever it might be where people are commenting on the post and the owner of that profile isn't commenting back or answering their questions. You can tell that they posted it, published it, and then said, see you later. The people on your page or your profile, whatever it might be, they're going to love when you interact with them. And it also tells those good old social media algorithms or algorithms that it is you that's creating conversations around your post and they're going to reward that with more people that'll see it. Okay, let's move on to social media marketing strategy number two, which is Facebook groups. Now, in the past few years, Facebook has really encouraged the use of groups. It has exploded in case you haven't noticed. Now, what does that mean for you? Your potential customers are most likely in a Facebook group if they're on Facebook. And so you should be too. Facebook groups are a really good place to make connections with your ideal customers, not just from a sales perspective, but also from a place of learning and serving. So when you join groups that are relevant to your business and the people that you serve, you're going to learn what questions they have, as well as what they want or what they need from businesses like you. So you might even come up with a new service offering or product idea. And yes, of course, you'll definitely be connecting with potential new customers too. Just do a search inside of Facebook on the topic or area that's connected to your business to find the ones for you. And especially pay attention to those that are local in your area in case those are some other good connections that you can make. Now, when it comes to Facebook groups, my advice here is to join with the intention to serve. Look for questions that you can answer and people that you can help by offering a bit of advice or encouragement. And as they see you giving to the group and sharing what you know freely, They're going to see you as a trustworthy expert, and you're going to most likely earn the opportunity to connect with them outside of that group. Okay, so come from a place of service. All right, social media marketing strategy number three is to use website links. Now, as part of the relevant and engaging posts that you're going to share from tip number one or strategy number one, be sure that you are sending them back to your website, but do not do it every single time. Why? Because the general rule for your social media posts should be to give at least 80% of the time and then ask no more than 20% of the time. Think of giving as providing value right there on the platform. They don't have to leave the app to get what it is that you're giving them, whether it's a video tip or a regular text post. Essentially, asking is anytime you ask them to make an action or take an action or leave the app. So in case you're wondering, well, why would I ever want them to leave the platform anyways? Let me remind you of our very first episode here on the podcast where I answered the question, if I have a Facebook page, do I need a website? Now, if you didn't catch that one, make sure that after today, you go back and listen to it at stormlily.com slash one. And of course, I'll link to it in the show notes as well. But here's the thing. If you're doing everything on Facebook and you never invite them to visit your website and build a relationship outside of that platform, then you're missing out on the chance to actually cultivate that relationship with them. Now, a reminder from the engaging post strategy, just posting a link to your website is not engaging. 
Think of it from the perspective of your audience. What would cause them to actually click on that link? Maybe let them know they're going to find a helpful tip or a free download. Okay, now there you have it, my friend. Now, one thing I didn't say here and I'll leave as a bonus is building relationships through email marketing is totally connected to social media. And you know that I love email marketing. And a part of that is going to come into play with strategy number three. So as you get them to visit your website, you're going to make sure that you have your wonderful freebie there that's going to get their email address and it's going to help you to cultivate that relationship. And we'll continue to talk more about some tips for that on this podcast. So stay tuned for that. Okay, now I believe that's all we've got, but I wanna hear from you. If you have other ways that social media has helped you, then please let me know. Or if you have other questions and you still feel like you're kind of hanging out in the dizzy zone when it comes to social media marketing, then just let me know. Because I know that you can do this because you're here listening. So you want to learn and you want to apply and you want to build a sustainable horse business that's gonna help you through the long haul. So I'm here to help. Now, in a couple of weeks, I want you to stay tuned because I'm so excited. In line with this conversation of social media, we are talking to an Instagram expert here on the podcast, and I can't wait for you to hear the specific Instagram strategies that she is going to share with you. So stay tuned for that in the next few weeks. Now, in the meantime, be sure and jump over to the show notes at stormlily.com slash 17, and you'll get this list of strategies there. And then, of course, if you are not subscribed to the podcast and your podcast listening app, then go ahead and click subscribe there so that you will get notified of future episodes. And if you'd like me to shoot you an email and let you know when I've got a new one out, then just go to stormlilymarketing.com. When you get to the podcast page, you'll see a place there to sign up for those email notifications. Okay, friends, that really is all I've got for you today. Thanks for hanging out with me on the podcast, and I'll see you next week. 